Hi, everybody, and you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? And Devin Nakoba. Howdy. Who's getting over a little bit of a cold. That's why he wasn't here last week. But before we begin, let me remind all of our listeners of the ways that they can stay in touch with the podcast. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the show, or you can email us at High sessions at yahoo.com. If you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com and donate, P A T R E O N.com. There you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. And we got a lot going on this year because, as I explained in our last podcast, we are coming back with a full crew for our recording sessions. So that's oh, pretty nice. Wow. I want to send a shout out to uh, Rob from California, who is our newest Patreon, came on.、Um, Last week. So thank you, Rob, for doing that. You can listen to Devin on Kumu 94.7 here in Honolulu and online, although he's on vacation for, I believe, the rest of the week. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. I was on vacation last week.、Uh, had to miss two days yesterday and today, and then I should be back. Oh, so he'll be on. Okay. By the time you hear this, he'll be back on the radio. Highlife808.com、yep. for Kyle and all his t shirts and accessories. Highlife in the house. And、uh, that's about it for my announcements. Coming up in a second, we're going to have Todd Tanaka, who is, well, I think we're having Todd Tanaka. He's a jiu jitsu black belt and an instructor here in Honolulu. But I see Hawaiian Ryan as the person waiting in the, in the、uh, waiting room. So we may be taking、okay. over, this podcast may be、uh, taken over by someone else. So we'll, we'll that see. That would be not surprising, actually, considering、yeah. it's him. Yeah. yeah. So,、uh, you know what? Instead of us going, I was going to talk about Long's gift cards, but we'll save that for another day. I'm going to、oh, bring in. We should、Todd. definitely save that for Patreon. The Patreon people love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we'll yeah. save that for, for another time, but we'll take a quick break, bring in Todd Tanaka and possibly Hawaiian Ryan <laughs> in a second. Hold on. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, he's official. And look, same, same、uh, microphone, I think. What up? What up? What's up, buddy? Please、What's、even get the fancy camera. Hey. That makes, it, that makes everything in the back look all nice. Yeah, man. You look professional. Look at that. Wow. Hey, don't be the little thing at the、this、bottom. Is, this is all natural sexiness, boys. Come on. Dude.、Now. Dude. <laughs> I know. It just gets better as you get older, man. Look at you. The filters get better. The Snapchat filters. <laughs> well, I, I, did, I did text、uh, Todd and.、Uh, oh, You are in Vegas. Yeah, he's Vegas, drinking、right? already. <laughs> hey, come on. We're after work, Dev. Come on. You've been pot work for hours <laughs> already. At least, at least, right. Wait, Ryan, you're in, you're in Las Vegas too, right?、Uh, oh. No. He's here. I was. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Was. So you're, you're back home. I'm back. All right.、Yeah. So am I waiting for Todd too?、Uh, he was the one. He told me it was his time and I was just like <laughs> jumping in by accident. So. All right, right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, it's I mean, always good to book two Asians in case one, yeah, you know, passes out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, first, let me introduce you to Kyle, who is the other dude on the line. Kyle Shimabukuro. He is、Love、the、that. owner of High Life Clothing. What's and, up? How's it? How's it? And you know, Dev, and、uh, you know me as the、uh, second most famous、uh, member of Pure Heart. <laughs> as, you, as you so eloquently introduced me. Okay. 
A second okay. be- most famous pure heart is still way better than all of us. That's, That's right. Still- yeah. That still has <laughs> the word famous in it. So yes. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Todd's here. All right. All right. So Todd is connecting to the audio. So Todd is still in Las Vegas. Yep. Yes. 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 All right. But you guys were hanging out there, right? Yeah. For, you know, I was only there for a week. Like every Hawaii person has to go like at least once a yeah. year. You gotta go, man. The <laughs> obligatory. Go to the motherland. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like in a yeah. contract we take. It's a contract we have. I know oh. we, we miss Todd though. We want him back over here. Stop, <laughs> stop like staying away, brada. <laughs> well, I exactly. saw, I saw Todd, you're doing a, uh, some kind of workshop up there, right? I just did one this past weekend. Yeah. 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 So we'll talk a little bit about that. Cause um, it's kind of neat that you're up there and doing your thing since you can't do it down here because of uh, these shutdowns and stuff like that. There are so many Asians on this podcast right now. It's kind of freaky. I know but, it's yeah, so okay. hard to separate this. I feel Asian like I know, <laughs> I know, I know. People are going to be listening to this on the people listening without the video are just going to be not. They don't know what the fuck's going on. That's hilarious. Guaranteed. So let me uh, just introduce Todd a little bit to the audience. He's a, to me, he's a jujitsu instructor, instructor and in black belt. Uh, he's been a vocal opponent of the shutdowns. But um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about jujitsu and you do a lot of programs yeah, just the regular like jujitsu stuff. He does this thing called Bullyproof, which is kind of teaching kids about jujitsu and self-defense. And also he also does like uh, women's self-defense classes where um, the women can come in on their own and not be, you know, with a bunch of dudes and kind of learn just some techniques to defend themselves. But Todd, are you are you gearing up to teach again or, or what's the status on your school? Uh, it's open right now. And uh just trying to make do with, with under the guidelines and, uh, you know, just run it like that. A lot of people, especially the kids, like some will come in, but the rest will be like on zoom, you know? So oh, he's got to make do. Ryan's one of my students as well. And Ryan, they'll, so they'll, thankful. They'll, yeah, Seriously. They'll, they'll be on uh, zoom. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's nice to be able to have an excuse to beat up your family members, but, you know, in a legit, <laughs> a very legit space guided by masters. <laughs> well, that's such a kind of uh, Ryan, how long have you been training? No, uh, honestly, it was the COVID. COVID shut down. We're all in the house, right? And we, you know, so me and my little, you know, quarantine over here, we just, we did, we took master class. We signed up for Todd's jujitsu class. I mean, actually, we did actually go to a couple of classes in person. So it was like, you know, it was kind of a trip to kind of switch and learn by Zoom. But I was so thankful because it's guys like Todd who, you know, kept us going in <laughs> during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not just like wasting away watching, you know, Disney Plus, Devin the whole time you know what i'm saying hey man <laughs> i watched i watched warrior 2 on uh, on, on hbo max yeah no but Stop i mean i love Asians, that but, uh, yeah but it's been so good guys like that so we yeah we you know doing the zoom stuff you're getting to actually do something you know physical stay you know exercise and learn a new a new skill has been so valuable you know so how do you i'm, I'm actually you, it's actually kind of frightening because what oh go ahead uh, 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 it's just like wow give ryan that mouth and that brain, and then allow him to defend himself and be able to kick his ass. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm so worried right now. Yeah, but I'm so Portuguese. I should have learned how to defend myself first, then develop the mouth. That's like, what I'm saying. But no, but now you can combine the two. And oh my God, I'm worried. I'm so worried. My question is, how do you guys learn jujitsu online? Do you need a partner? 
how, how do you how do you practice your your you know every, all the moves and stuff? Yeah. yeah, well, lucky for us, yeah. So it's uh, me and my girlfriend Tina. So we practice on each other, which is you know that's fun. You know, it's like <laughs> self defense. It's self defense. <laughs> and then there's uh our you know her two daughters, uh, KK and Kelani, and they they partner up too. And then so we luckily we have a perfect. We have four, so we you know we have partners for each other. So it just it worked out. But okay. some people use like you know like for Devin, he would use his blow up doll. You know, that's fine. Todd allows that. He said he said yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually upgraded to the to the real doll. So uh, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, more lifelike. they're more lifelike. Yeah, it has been good though. You, at first, it seems like how are we gonna do this? But it really, you know, it helps. You know, Todd, mm. did you have to come up with a curriculum for that, or was it just taking what you already teach and then just doing it on Zoom, like just? Yeah, that yeah, just doing what I already teach and then doing it on zoom but it also like it, as much as it sucked it it actually makes it made me realize uh, a different way of teaching mm. and so now it's like that helps me be a better teacher and all you know i mean bad things but it also improves me and now i i can understand the difficulty of someone that's not physically able to grab somebody and how their brain thinks and like i can see how many kids individually in front all in here not like the whole classroom where i have to look everywhere but like i can see how many of them will make the mistakes and like how much they're uh they're struggling with it and then how can i as an instructor teach that uh easier for them to comprehend you know should i say like Dude, what is it guys- about jujitsu yeah sorry go ahead Right. No, I was just gonna say you gotta. I mean, you gotta give it for Todd. I'm telling you, like he's he's not kidding. You have to like because you know think about it, right? Just technological crap, where like the camera is like at a wrong angle. Did you see that? Um, now I gotta yeah. turn the camera another way because you gotta show the other angle, the defender and the, you know, you gotta show both angles, right? And then like did, mm-hmm. wait, they, it cut out a little bit, so you gotta say it again. I mean, <laughs> he had to like struggle through some like I know it seems, but it's like it's it's you know you gotta give it up for people who are like just somehow finding a way to to teach it to us through all these like hurdles you know yeah that is awesome what what is it about jujitsu that uh, lends itself to um these self-defense classes because i notice it's sort of a thing jujitsu is really taught a lot as far as self-defense stuff i mean karate kung fu it's always been known you know what i mean uh, mm. the martial arts has always been sort of taught as a as a basis defense sort of thing but i think jujitsu more than anything else has uh, really expanded to say, hey, look, you don't have to be super athletic. You don't have to be Bruce Lee. You can still defend yourself and be okay. But what is it about jujitsu that allows you to do that? Because people see, you know, you guys kick an ass and they go, how can I do that and defend myself? Uh, so it's, it's a bunch of things, you know, leverage, strategy, mindset. So jujitsu was a self-defense created as a self-defense uh, art, but now that it's so popular, so many schools, it becomes more competition. My students are better than your students. Cobra Kai, Miyagi, Do, you know, like it just, <laughs> it's like that, right? And 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 then it becomes very competitive. But then they lost the focus that it's not jujitsu school versus jujitsu school. It's jujitsu school versus these guys who may attack you. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like I'm trying to defend a these sport jujitsu moves. I want to, I got to remember what happens when the guy, when I'm not looking and the guy comes behind me, tries to choke me. Guy wants to punch me, not just grapple, you know, just not wrestle around, you know, right. have weapons. And that's the, the focus that I do is more like the original way before it got popularized and mainstream where 
we see what it is like like the like ufc right the original ones was very brutal there's only two rules the first one was only no eye gouging and no biting i think yeah. and then yeah. the second yeah. one, then the second one then they added a couple more rules and it kept going 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 right but that's where jujitsu has been going down the path now is like down that route versus mm. uh, more sport well i've so always Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've always been told that jujitsu, uh, you know, I'd say, I think they say like 90% of all fights end up with someone grabbing you or going to the ground. And so that's why jujitsu is so important because it's being able to defend yourself in a situation where someone's either grabbing you or you've wrestled now and you're on the ground and now you need to defend yourself. Cause most people will do that. Right. Most people mm -hmm. don't know how to box. So they throw a couple of, of wingers <laughs> at drunk. you. You yeah, swing, and then they, they grab on, they grab you, right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> and and before before uh, Todd, you answer that question. You know, I'm being a terrible host because everyone's probably wondering who the hell is the guy drinking the beer, uh, besides the <laughs> fact that he's got the uh, Hawaiian Ryan sticker on there. But the, the people on audio know, are right? like, who's I'm this other guy I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. So so we we're privileged actually today to have Hawaiian Ryan Hawaiian Ryan with us because. What happened was I saw you guys together in Las Vegas, so I thought you were together. So I told Todd, uh -uh. "Hey, if Ryan's there, have just, him come just on. friends though, just friends." No, no we broke together. up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 come yeah. on, keep That's updated. Give people the wrong idea, man. You got to follow on Instagram, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you hear another yeah, voice, no, that, that's Hawaiian Ryan. Yeah, that was just for a, 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 a like um, it was a week long, you know, like every obligatory local person has to go for a week Vegas at least once yeah but you know yeah I'm back I mean I, I might want to go again in March hopefully um, because uh, I'm, I joined this trading group and they you know they've been doing a couple of sessions you know live trading sessions uh -huh. and so I'm like when you do it live with the trade you know with the pros it's uh, you know it is two different worlds you know okay what is it like going to Vegas right now man I can't even imagine Dude, it was empty. Well, like, I don't know about you, how it is now, Todd. Like, he went through Christmas. I was there, like, December 8th through the 13th. So, I think it was, like, pre, like, big crowd. So, I got there. I was like, yes, nobody's here, which is a very <laughs> an antithetical uh, Vegas reaction, right? But I was like, yes, empty, because you don't want anyone there at that time. So, you know, we had the, you know, of course, if you know Stu Ramos, the guy who uh, leads uh, Beef Stew Trading, you know, he... He like he rented out the twenty five thousand dollar a night villa, the Cleopatra villa, oh, where they wow. shot the the Cardi B WAP video. So it's <laughs> like, you know, you, there was a lot of space, is what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you know, we were kind of concerned. Oh no, it's gonna be packed. It's Vegas, but you know, when we got there, we we're pleasantly surprised. It really, it really wasn't people there. But I think when I left, like right on the thirteenth, you had that feeling like I think it's about to fill up because of Christmas time and. Oh. and New Year's so how, I don't know how it is now, Todd. Is it, is it a lot of people there now? I mean, it's not that busy. I I don't really uh, go out to all the, the places and stuff. Uh, I mostly stay home. But I mean, I do get out, but it's still slow. It's really slow. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, what's interesting is uh, I was looking at I, I watched this guy, Dr. Campbell, in the mornings when I'm doing my like drinking my coffee and stuff. And he updates everybody on the COVID whatnot. And he was showing that in Israel, they have a quarter of their whole population vaccinated and their infections are dropping like a stone. So hopefully, you know, if that is a good, that works out for them, then that'll start working out for everybody. And then we can all be partnered up in Vegas. <laughs> if, they, if the people, if people take the vaccination. If people take uh, the vaccination. Yeah, yeah we're getting <laughs> Yeah, so stuff. you saw that article they're giving out free weed with the vaccine with the vaccine 
I love it. You know, right, someone's like, trying to solve I'm the down. problem. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Can I get more than one? Can I get both at the same time? Hey, at least they're admitting we have a problem. We're gonna, I mean, how are you going to get everybody yeah. to take it? You got to try. Right, right, try right, something, right? right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. I, I didn't mean to get off topic, but uh, okay. But how long have you you've been you've been practicing jujitsu for what? 25, 30 years now? How long have you been teaching? Uh, this year will make 31. Wow. 31 teaching or 31 practice practitioner? Practicing. Practice. Wow, uh, 31 oh. years. Yeah. Wow. And so how was your how did you get hooked up with the Gracie uh with Henzel, right? Is your Helson. 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 Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Helson is your your instructor. And how did that come about? Well, back in intermediate, we're transitioning from seventh to eighth grade. And we wanted to take a martial art, uh, my friends, uh, Jared Zagowitz and John Matsumoto and Jason Woodburn and well, Chris Egan too. And, and we were looking at all the different things in Hawaii Kai. There was karate programs, Aikido, all kinds of stuff. And we kind of we were almost going to do Aikido because, you know, Steven Seagal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Before we all found out, he just foolish, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh I'm sure he's really legit in certain I things. I thought he Eric. taught Anderson Silva how to fight. I thought he was. Well, that Anderson was a joke. That was a joke. Like, <laughs> he was serious. Steven Seagal was serious. But Anderson Silva guys just played along because they just, I mean, they just played along with it because they thought it was going to be funny. That's what I heard. So, oh. <laughs> I heard from my friends that have guys that train in that same team. That's I see. I see. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, then, uh, we were going to take Aikido, but we didn't. And then, uh, my friend Jared, his dad was in the Secret Service, and he suggested us oh. take this because he had just started like a couple weeks before, I guess. Him and the FBI guys and the Secret Service guys were all taking it, and then so we had the inside link to get to his actual house and take from him. And oh, I had, see, yeah, wow, that's cool, man. Wow, you were a direct descendant from the branch of the yeah. the Gracie tree. That's crazy. Seriously, yeah, dude, I would never mess with Todd like ever. I mean, not not that I have to. I, he's a cool guy, but yeah. And, and where did the bullyproof come from? Because uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go too into it. But you know, when I was little, like I got my ass kicked for a long time, like all through sixth grade year. It was a really rough time for me. Uh, I did try Aikido, and um, I didn't get trained up. Like about uh, three weeks in, the bullies found out that I took Aikido, so they they're like, "Oh, you know Aikido now." And then I got my ass kicked harder that week than normal but um but so it kind of like it it kind of touches me a little bit because i i did have that experience but did you did you know kids that were wait, wait john up? what are you what are you getting beat up for yeah why did people oh, you know, i mean you live in hawaii kai bro what like well you gotta understand hawaii, Devin. Yeah. give them your give them your dollar for lunch and just move on dude I mean, yeah uh, I well you know what you know what it was so i was part of the first sixth grade class that ever went to new valley okay okay so yeah. It was only one class. There was 21 oh. boys and seven girls. And we were kind of like just on the side of it. So there wasn't. No, that really makes sense. Much... Yeah, because New Valley is like the Kalihi of Hawaii Kai. So I get it. <laughs> like if, if you were going to get in some gangsta action, like New <laughs> Valley was the, the hot bed. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, no, no, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I, it was just a lot of like, I don't know. Dude, I mean, because I, no, I you, you had to walk a mile from the bus stop to school, right? That's right. How many that's times right. you would scrap on the way down because you had good audience and no, everybody was walking home from school, and then someone would get in a scrap right. That's true. Way. That's right. And that nobody's so ghetto, you know. Yeah. 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 Nobody's yeah. supervising, right? Yeah. 
But for oh, me, it wasn't, I got, I didn't get into a lot of scraps because scraps indicate that there are two sides to it. <laughs> when you're just running and getting your ass kicked, it's not, it's not a scrap. That's it's just pitiful. But this, I mean, are, are you, are you, do you have students that are in that kind of situation that need help? Oh yeah. All the, all the time. You know, wow. actually that's uh, my girlfriend's daughter. I still, in fact, that's why we started her daughter oh. who just, she just turned 12 and she was getting bullied at the school, like threatened, oh, like cornered man. by three, four of the other girls bigger than her. Like, and she'd come wow. home telling these stories. And like, so ju we just thought like, oh, uh, you know, I, I knew Todd was doing the jujitsu. I saw him online doing, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, maybe I'll sign her up. Just start yeah, with that. But yeah. she was like, uh, she's like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go by myself. Right? So like then a sister and then we all said, look, why don't we just all go? We'll all go. And, you know, now we're just, you know, we love it. And so, you know, just even just to help build the confidence, you know. I think it's yeah. wait wait so so what's the follow up with the with your uh, your girlfriend's daughter? She well, I, is she the boy of the school now? Or well, yeah, she didn't have work? to beat she didn't have to break anyone's arm yet, but I mean, I'm low key want it to happen because I know not, <laughs> I, she dude Lonnie is the quickest learner out of all of us, and she's the most flexible. She's a gymnast, right? So um, I, I'm like, dude, watch out! <laughs> don't don't you know what I mean? She gonna eagle fang your ass. Watch out! <laughs> Watch again. You're gonna you're gonna get called into the, the principal's office at some point in time. Be like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, she hasn't had pro she hasn't had problems. I wonder if it's like we oh, spread okay. the rumor. She's taking Tatanaka's class. <laughs> could be, it could be. But then that might Whatever be getting yeah, it could get her in more trouble. The, Aik the Aikido thing, right, John? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but nothing well, I, yet. But yeah, so we'll see. That's good. Okay. That's good. But but Todd, have you seen it help some of these kids and try to get them to a point where they have a little bit more self confidence and whatnot? Definitely, definitely. Okay. And I know Todd Todd puts his his himself in the backing saying that if anybody comes to you, you let me know when he talks <laughs> to these kids. So, so if uh, if you can't handle them, Todd will Todd will take it upon himself to make sure that you're protected. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna send Ryan down. Todd, the students yeah. in, Vegas. in your jujitsu classes, do you teach them more um, real life situation jujitsu or is it competitive type of contest kind of stuff too what is the percentage of each teach in your class I've, I've changed it before i used to be very competitive yeah. but as the more schools opened up i i said you know what i'm getting older and i can't i'm not going to be able to teach these kids the stuff that you know like as i get older i can't i i i, I feel like i gotta lead by example if i can't show you the moves it's gonna be very difficult so I decided to stop doing the, the competition as much. I still watch videos, take seminars. I, I, I'm still up to date because I never stopped learning. But what I specialize in is self-defense, which a lot of schools aren't doing anymore. So when they see me post, because I'm very you know, social media, like always active, people start using this. They're like, oh, Todd's doing the self-defense. So they start putting self-defense, this and bully-proof and anti-bully and, and try to like, oh, women's self-defense. But that's not really what they, they just want to bring you in the door. And then you're going to realize you're just doing sport. So for me, we start all the beginners off at 100% self-defense uh, mentality. And then it's like, okay, now you can defend yourself against these basic things. All right, let's have some fun. Let's learn some sport, competitive stuff. And then at the same time, we keep learning more self-defense, more self-defense, more self-defense. You know, but it's hard when sometimes you get caught in the fun of everything because you don't like getting punched. Then you go down the wrong track and you get a false sense of security. You can mm. sure tap everybody out, but that's not when the punches are involved. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. And and what is the difference between um, trading just your typical classes and then when like for example I, I was in the your school one time with Liam McGeary came in. Liam is a, a Bellator 205 pound competitor. I mean, he's a top ranked guy. Former champ, yeah. Yeah. So what? What? How does the the schooling change when a guy like in that like that walks into the room? Are you still just kind of just seeing what he knows and trying to teach him stuff, or is it just more of a he wants to roll with people and, and try to get some experience in with different dudes? That whatever the guys want, you know, they'll uh, some guys will come in, they just want to train and. And I'm like, cool. And then some guys want to share their knowledge. And I'm cool. I'm like, cool. And some guys are just like, hey, I want to take a class. Everything is all good, you know? You know, oh. yeah, I mean, I try to bring the vibe of my school is very friendly. Not like you come through my school, we're going to stick everybody on you to smash you and make and earn your respect through that. Like, we don't do that. We're like, you know, you guys are here on vacation. You may have been partying all night. You just wanted to come in and learn and blah, blah, blah. I'm not there to have my students show you how tough we are it's like you came for a good time that's what we're going to show you you know yeah 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 okay and and uh, so over time you're going to just continue to open up and expand as uh as the the new mayor well, no yeah the new mayor right langiardi don't we have a new yep. mayor yeah yep. once he, he starts letting you do that <laughs> we had uh, we had I mean, tommy silva on this podcast and and his big frustration was to stop starting you know his thing was like mm. If, if it was just shut down, then I, I can plan. If it's open, I can plan. But when it's, you know, I got, I order X amount of uh, tinting for my, for my warehouse. And then it all comes in. I spend $140,000 on that. And then you shut me down. Now, what am I going to do? You know, kind of thing. So is, has that been the biggest frustration or, or is it, because uh, I, I know, I know it's been bothering you. <laughs> just, it's just shut like, down. a list you're about to bust out on us here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. I would like to expand and, and do these things. And I was kind of in place for that. And then this happened and, you know, so that, that, that that's all changed. I'm, I'm probably not going to expand as fast as I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But classes are still open. And, and of course, we're going to put the, your link and, and try to let people know about, about your classes. I've been to them. I haven't been there personally. I haven't trained, but my daughter was training for a little while. I wish she would go back, but, you know, we'll see about that. <laughs> Did she, did she lose interest? She, you know, she's just not a, I was talking to her the other day, like she's just not competitive, you know, like there are people who, I think there's two types of competitors. There's people who like to compete, to compete against other people and try to better themselves over other people. And then there are competitors who just like to compete within themselves. And so, you know, so I think like something like track or she likes to surf. So I was thinking, you know, if she surfs, then, it's kind of a more um, personal sport where you're just really just kind of competing with yourself. It's, I know jujitsu can be like that too, but um, you know, if she's just out there surfing, she can choose whether or not she wants to be. She's not a competitive person, you know. You sure it's not the part where you get hit a lot and roll around on the ground? And people put you an armbar in you. Are you sure that's not the part that she's like? Nah, I don't want to do that. Nah. <laughs> But you know, I actually, okay. you joke about that, Devin, but I actually did think that. And that, you know, I think a lot of people like me stayed away because you thought like, look, man, I, I'm too over this shit. I ain't trying to get like punched in the face. But it's not, you're not, get, just want to say it out loud. You're not getting punched right, in the face. Right. Obviously, yeah, you're yeah, learning, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you go slowly, you learn, know. you, you know, right. you go little by little. And then I'm sure in year three or four, you could get punched if you wanted. You, you got, <laughs> but you have to tell sense to, okay, I'm ready, ready, to, ready for more real sparring, you know. No, I mean, I, I have a lot of friends who are doing who are doing jujitsu. So, I mean, 
I've had the sort of by osmosis, not learn how to do it, but right. understand exactly how it works. You know, the armbar stuff, the the grappling, the getting people to the ground. That there's a there's a level of jujitsu that you get to when you're you know advanced like Todd, where yeah, you can you can take a dude out in like two moves, and you mm -hmm. don't have to even really do much but get your hands on him, right? And so that that's the part about the I think the the self defense aspect of it that's really cool. But I think um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I, I want my daughter to take jujitsu or something to, to learn something. Because when I, when I was growing up, we didn't have jujitsu because I'm old. So it was, <laughs> it was, you know, it was karate, it was judo, and it was all that stuff. And the judo, it taught me how to fall. So, so can when you I, believe that our generation, Dev, we literally was doing the crane in school. <laughs> that's, like, that's all we had. That's, true. that's all we that's knew. True. <laughs> we thought that actually did something. But then, you know, but then you, you, uh, you see this, this uh, this other martial art, this jujitsu that comes out of almost well for us at least it came out of nowhere and you're like holy crap and everybody knows it and everybody's practicing it and I mean dude you have Hawaiian Ryan practicing jujitsu <laughs> no, in, my, in my in my in my in my wildest dreams I never would have thought that you well look you know watching UFC right and you start to recognize that and look and it's in the name Nakoba jujitsu this is for Asian people <laughs> it's for the small it's for the people who need That's leverage right. and and That's chest right. strategy because we cannot yeah. just come in the gun on you in the face, yeah. right? We cannot just like <laughs> power, right? We got to use our. So this is this is everyone on this podcast. We are jujitsu. Like <laughs> this is we're the target demo. This is for <laughs> us, baby. Your daughters, everybody. We got We got to be smart because otherwise, you know what I mean. <laughs> That's Genetically, right. That's right. we're just a little bit yeah. tinier, right? So That's true. That's true. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> hey Ryan, so, so moving to you, I know that you've been working with this beef stew trading thing, and I've been seeing it online. I'm sorry I haven't watched a, a seminar yet, but uh, or a live stream, but I'm going to. That's okay, John, because tomorrow at noon we're oh, starting oh, oh. our weekly Wednesday podcasts, and it's oh. for beginners, and it's just conversations about trading made hmm. easy for beginners. And we're gonna have a couple of the pro traders from the beef stew group with me. So that's ours tomorrow, and we're, we're just we're literally doing it well, for tomorrow, this reason. To tomorrow is today, so we're going to say today, Wednesday. That's what I meant, today. We're, we're recording this <laughs> Tuesday. It's going to come out Wednesday. So today, what, what time? What time? Wait, what time? Wait, what time is, noon. is this? Noon. Are you kidding me? I'm going to no, no, be no. on it. No, his, no, no, no. Like, uh, his thing is noon, John, right? Who, Ryan? Our thing is going to our Yeah, our thing is going to comes out in the morning. Time. I'll get it out at first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That would have been hilarious if I was on at the same time. I like, I, I double booked <laughs> myself. <laughs> you can go right now. Just turn over from this podcast to this. So other all, your, all your podcast, Ryan, is live? Yeah, we do it live. We're not oh. like, I was like, wow, you guys are so nice to your guests. You give them a <laughs> chance to edit, call them up. Did you, was that okay? I'm just like, it's live. We all fucked up. There. <laughs> this <is what> it <laughs> is. <laughs> Well, it was also too because we knew it was you, brother. So <laughs> some people, some people kind of keep up with you, man. No, but so yeah, I mean, we just we just thought we'd start this thing because I look, I'm only eight months into it, like, and everything I told you, like, it's all started from COVID, right? Because we're locked in the house. I figure I'm just gonna start learning anything, you know. And the more I suck at it, the more exciting it is. <laughs> so Jiu-jitsu. We we signed up for masterclass. We signed up for this beef stew trading, and so that's all it is. We're just trying to make use of the time because, you know, I was just like, "Frick, we're gonna be locked up in here." You know, a lot of people bought toilet paper. I bought educational classes online. Nice, nice. Can you so, tell that's yeah. why he went Punahou. 
Only for a little while. Only for a little while. It's only because they couldn't handle you, man. Um, wait, so, dude, I, I, I apologize that I don't know what this Beef Stew thing is, but what is Beef Stew training? Okay, in, so in basically, uh, we, it's another Kaiser High School grad. Really? Uh, Stuart, Stuart Ramos, yeah. He's like, I think he's a, a class older than me or whatever. But he, um, I, yeah, I saw him online and he basically trades stocks. Right, and he was like showing his oh. account. I made I made a million today. I made four hundred thousand today. I'm like, okay. So I text him one day. I'm like, Stu, what the hell is this? Are you in some sort of multi-level marketing? Like, what are you? You're you're like quoting millions. Like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, I know I, I invest in stocks. This is real. So I was like, so I just started watching his zooms on on the thing. I'm just like, oh my god, this is real. Freaking mm. Stuart Ramos is like a multi-millionaire. I just takes it takes a while. Cause it's so rare. You just don't see it around. Right. So, you know, I just basically he has a course, you know, I, I bought into the course. I had him on the radio. You know, when I saw what he was doing, I just had him as a mm. guest one time and mm. he talked about, Oh yeah, I do. I do a course. He made it for uh, his mom and for uh, a 16 year old kid or something. So he's like, yeah, my whole point is I just, you know, uh, he's like, I had a stroke a few years ago and I'm like, I decided I don't want to be alone and rich. So I'm just going to like share the secrets with all the, all the homeboys back home, all the peeps, you know? And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Cause who does that? Most of the time you get rich and you just run off into the, I don't know where you go. You know, you go freaking Wakanda and just hang out and <laughs> don't, you know, don't talk to the peasants. You know what I mean? You build, you build a moat. Make sure right. But in, you know, right? yeah. Yeah, but Stu's from Kalihi. So, you know, he just, I mean, he's just a rarity <laughs> in the sense he's out there, he's learning. He, you know, he trade, you know, he traded with Goldman Sachs and he uh, went to Wharton Business School. And so it's wow. all there, right? Yeah. So I, so I'm, I'm taking these videos. So I, I just got the course. I started taking the videos and going through it. And then, you know, I just started trading. And then it's like, it started to work. I mean, really, you don't believe it until you see your money go up. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. all like, am I being scammed all the way to the last moment? <laughs> <laughs> and then you make your first dollar or two or whatever. And you're like, oh, my God, this is real. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's I mean, so it's been eight months. I mean, the stock, obviously, the stock market is doing well, too. So, right. I mean, there's a little bit of like you could close your eyes, throw, an, uh, <laughs> throw a dart at the board and you can do pretty well. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I just want to learn the skills for in case there's a crash. And what's, I want to learn mm. how this how the market works. And so. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been mind blowing, man. It's been, it's been crazy. You what has the climate been for um, the forecast tomorrow when we, when we, when we get a new president and everything's all different, what is, what is the forecast been for the stock market? Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting question. Like, you know, when I first started this thing, I, I always thought that the, a catalyst, like, you know, the president taking over tomorrow was going to affect the stock market on that day. Right. Mm -hmm. But I learned like a lot of times people know that it's coming and then they start putting money in certain places like weeks before. So in this particular case, I think it's good. I think it might be that it might be where like oh, the stock market has been going crazy since December, mm -hmm. you know, kind of yeah. like, and it's been weed stocks, right? Mm -hmm. It's been, uh, yeah. it's been uh, solar power. It's yeah. been ele electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. It's all the Biden stuff. Right. Yeah. So, and that, so that, so if you pick those stocks there, they've just been, uh, you know, doing really well. So, uh, I, you know, I've learned that I think that could be an indicator that don't expect necessarily for it to just keep on roaring up as if everyone's like, okay, finally, it's official. Now I'm going to put my money in, right? Mm -hmm. Is I think so. I think the market uh, is, uh, you know, it's, it's basically the biggest voting booth in the world is what Stu says, right? 
So it's mm. like you vote with your money. And so it's a reflection of where people think that society is going to go, right? The, the money is going to go. And so mm. buy it in with the 1.9 trillion and all the, you know, with the stimulus. Mm. So what are the people are who's going to spend that stimulus on what? And where's the 1.9 going? And then not only that, where are all these big investing uh, funds, right? Uh, are they going to dump their money in? Because they also think that. And then that's also going to drive the stock price up, right? So you just start learning how to like, you know, pick apart, you know, some of the news and try to put, you know, get a picture of like, hmm. So I just try to keep it simple, right? Like, where's the money going to go in like five years? You know, forget about what's the hot pick of tomorrow. That's like too, that's crazy. I don't know. Nobody, no, nobody really knows that, right? You have like software scanners. You can like say, hey, what was the biggest losers overnight? And you can like try to see if some companies are really good and they just, for whatever reason, people are like taking profits. It's not like, it's not like they, you know, they were banging the secretary or whatever, or like they, <laughs> you know, they, you know, burned an employee. It's not, it doesn't have to be something like that. It could just be like, it could just be like people, are, it was way too high and people want to like cash it in before it drops. You know, yeah. so there's all these things, these little, it's like, you know, a little bit like jujitsu, right? You, you got to look for the indicators. You got to wait. Sometimes if you go too fast, you're going to let your opponent know what you're doing. So it's like, you know, the market is a little bit like that. I wait for the, the millennials and all the, the, the 19 and 20 year olds to throw all their money all in. <laughs> and I know they're going to keep on going up. And I know like, oh, it's too high. You suck because I'm going to sell it now. And then it drops. Mm. Right. So it's like Stu always says, like, we make money off of everybody else's bad decisions. Mm. You know, so like what we train for is that I all my goal is I want to be smarter, more researched, more in the know, more practiced. Even it's like a video game. You got to practice moving the, the mouse and mm. putting in the orders. I mean, this is it's like a video game. Right. And so I wait for everyone to make the bad decisions so you can go in the opposite way or, you, you know, you can basically use that information to uh, buy or sell a stock to make you, yourself the money. You know? You know, Jiu-jitsu so. stocks, my God! Well, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, we are just, all in so much trouble, man. No, You're gonna I be like to a billionaire who says whatever he wants on the radio and kicks ass. It's just gonna be, holy God! Um, I can't believe I'm, the, the I'm trick. I'm so scared right now, you, actually. Seriously, you just have to lock me up. That's all you had to do. I didn't know. That's what we're gonna have to do because you know, with all of that brain power, and now it's directed in. Oh God! Ooh. No, but honestly, I like you're like Lex Luthor, man. <laughs> why, why I gotta be a villain that's balding that's too real oh, okay. he's the richest man in the world so you know figure yeah, I no, you that much but you know I've only been doing it for eight months like I came in eight months ago I came to Stu I was like what's a what's a stock really like mm -hmm. how does this work so I mean honestly I really do think it's like just you know every day I just decided every day I'm just gonna pick up a book or pick up a video just have like a time where I'm like this is what I'm doing for this time and then f just by doing that, you know, it was just like, you know, it starts to co compound, right? And then you realize that's the trick of all of this. Right. Is right. like, if I can compound, time, right? a little bit at a time. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that is uh, cool. Let's go back a bit. You guys are all from Kaiser pretty much besides me and Devin, right? Oh, that's that right. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, so do you guys, Todd, John, you guys yeah. know each other in high school? Did you guys just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing his shirt. <laughs> uh yeah, well, I, I knew I knew who Ryan was. Ryan was kind of like a hero to me because um, he was in a band called Three Local Boys when I was in intermediate yeah. school and he was in high school and they opened for Vanilla Ice when I was in seventh grade. So I just knew Ryan as a wow. super cool guy that, you know, that's my friend's uh, brother because I'm the classmates with his sister. Oh, that's and then, um 
and then Todd, yeah, I knew Todd, but he was also much cooler than me. Uh, huh. So I didn't talk to Todd too much, but I knew who he was. And yeah, cool, cool guys. I don't know who uh, Stu is. He's a little bit older than all of us. A little bit older, yeah. 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 So what what year did all of you guys graduate? Because Brian, you are, <laughs> are you the oldest one? I well, I'm definitely older than that little baby right there. I'm I'm class <laughs> I'm class of ninety. He's what 95, 96. What is I'm ninety six. Yeah, I'm you're ninety six. Ninety four. Okay, okay. Years old. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So Devin's the kupuna in this group, then. Pretty much. <laughs> got the gray hairs. Got the gray hairs to prove it too. Yeah. Hey Dev, why don't we do our um our desert island disc? Uh, oh, okay. I, I kind of cool. know where, where Todd's going because I know his taste in music, but I, I'd be curious. Uh, right. All right, cool. All right, so uh, Todd, we'll start with you first. Uh, we'd like to ask our guests uh, their three, their top three albums. Like, if you're going to be stranded on a desert island, Ooh. what were the three albums that you would take with you? Um, we asked no greatest hits. And if you want, you can just go three artists because some people just they they don't know albums anymore. They only know artists. <laughs> Am I going to be stuck by myself or is yeah, gonna just, be just by yourself? Yeah, you're man. Stuck. It's just you. It's just you on the island. Yeah. So, Ryan, you, you're coming next. So take some oh, time to think about it. A tough one. Three albums. All Eyes on Me. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Nice. Eyes on me, because uh, it's a double CD, right? You got more songs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so Asian of us. <laughs> more bang for your buck. <laughs> Jeez, oh man! Now that you guys said no greatest hits, I I gotta change my answer. I was gonna say Michael Jackson, because he okay. has a lot of great hits, man. You know? Okay, that's cool. We'll and, take Michael Jackson. And then uh, Casey and Joe. Oh, oh wow! Okay, okay. Ooh. Ooh. nice. Yeah, nice. Todd is a child of the '90s, man. Uh, he's, no he's doubt. The 90s. Todd's no favorite doubt. favorite part of the night was the slow dance at the end. That's my favorite part. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. What about you? I mean, God, so you know, I'm such a stoner. I don't remember actual titles or whatever. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I see the album cover art, but I forget. Okay, well, let, let us just start off with this is an obvious one. Obviously, in sync, no strings attached. Come on. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. All right. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Don't lie. <laughs> hey, I I always thought they were they're pretty good. Hey, yeah. no, honestly, hey, it's a good album. I can't lie. Uh, I don't know if it's my best, but I'm just trying to think of it. Um, I I will admit, back in the high school, Pearl Jam ten. Ah, was yes. I broke that CD? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You got Kyle on that one. <laughs> yeah, that little, <laughs> little pu puberty angst. Uh, and yeah, I was gonna say Chronic, Dr. Dre. You know, but like, oh, nice. Know, yeah, but okay. you know, I don't, I don't really know. Those are just three off the top. I don't know. I don't have to take longer. That's a tough one. That works. So the, the Chronic. Uh, that was yeah. The Chronic was one of my favorite CDs in in high school too. And I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I went to college and, you know, graduated, I was married and stuff. And then one day, I think it was in my 30s. And well, give you some backstory. My, my parents one time borrowed my car. Uh, they needed it for something <laughs> in high school when I was in high school. And I, I had that CD in there. So as soon as they turned it on, it started kicking, you know, and I got a talk into that night. They were like, what, did the, what are you listening to? You know, and I was like, oh, it's just it's just rap. You know, it doesn't mean. But I remember in my 30s. Uh, my friend had the CD. I was like, oh, my God, can I burn that? Like, I haven't heard that in 20 years. And I put it in and I started listening. I thought, oh, 
oh, oh, oh my God, that is offensive. And so like, I guess when you get home, <laughs> it all hit me like, oh man, I can totally see what my parents are talking about. <laughs> that was so cool. me and Devin, me and Devin grew up with two life crew. Yeah. Me and Devin grew up with two life crew. That's even worse. And, and oh. NWA. So yeah. 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 We got you guys beat on that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Still good music though. Still good music. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're going to take a short break and go off into our Patreon section. We want to thank everybody who's listening online on YouTube and uh, SoundCloud and all that stuff. And we'll be here next week. We'd like to thank Hawaiian Ryan and Todd for coming on. Um, thank you guys, man. Yeah, thank you. So we'll be on our Patreon section in just a second. So we'll be signing off and see you later. Ahui ho. Mahalo. <laughs>